Welcome to Artsman and Bites. I'm Imogen Waite, the executive producer of Artsman. Artsman host Tyler and I chatted with Ned Wu, a performer with the all-female drumming ensemble Drummer Queens, about their Melbourne performance at the Comedy Theatre. Ned spoke about how the group formed, rehearsing during COVID, and her love for the instrument. Welcome to an Artsman interview. Um, your um, joined by hosts Imogen Waite and Tyler Wright and today we have um, our guest Ned Wu who is a part of the group Drummer Queens. Welcome Hi. Ned, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So Drummer Queens is set to play in Melbourne in a few days. Can you describe to our audience what the show is? The story is that we are in our own sort of underground world and basically powering this world through drumming. There's a lot of, you know, obviously drums, but, you know, exciting moments, a little bit of comedy, some dancing, you know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just great fun and I love it. Sounds like it's a combination of lots of stuff. Can you tell us a bit about what the difference is in being in a show with a group of females compared to other performances or things you, that you may have done in the past? Hmm, that's a great question. I think that with... Maybe it's just because of the, the people who are in this show, but all of us girls seem uh, to be really quite close. And, yeah, it's great. It's just really great camaraderie and everybody, it feels like everybody's got each other's backs. However, I have worked in different musical groups with girls and guys and had similar kinds of things. So maybe that's just the people. <laughs> but it's really great fun to work with a bunch of just amazing amazingly talented women as well I feel like I'm really inspired by everything that they do and it pushes me to work harder as well so I find that's really great is that a gender-based thing I'm not sure but it's it certainly feels empowering to be working with amazingly talented women so yeah I feel really fortunate to do that yeah, and in the show you mentioned how the world that it's set in is powered by drumming. Has that given you and the group more of a sense of agency when you're on stage? Is it a different kind of feeling having this like whole world set around you? It feels like we've, we're all working together towards something, which in this case is surviving, first of all, and then thriving. So, And, and it's, it's also great to be able to present that to the audience so yeah it's really good fun <laughs> how do you come up with the storylines for the show there's no script or anything our musical director and uh, creative director and choreographer so the musical director is joe Caria, creative director nigel turner carroll and choreographer peter anderson who's also in the show joe writes the music and then he brings that to all of us and Nigel and Peter through you know the movement and on the stage and the way that we try and interact with each other are trying to convey this kind of message I guess a lot of it is more implied I'd say because because we're not really talking to each other. Can you describe to us your journey to becoming involved with drummer queens? I play mainly drum kit also different kinds of drums but I met Joe yeah a fairly long time ago and then in 2013 he he got a few of us together to just play some beats and work on some things and it was great we'd meet weekly and just play 
and it was really good fun and it was always his intention to put it together for a show but sort of hard to get people together in the room at the same time because everyone's so busy so we did some corporate things like corporate events and things like that but it's sort of only been till now I think that he's had the time to put it together as a big show I guess that's what COVID did right so (laughs) all of a sudden everyone's got a little bit more time than they would have regularly a really great learning curve I think just to because my background is more in um, bands and things like that, it's really good to, to see how a, an entire theatre show is put together and all the work that's involved with that side of it. So, yeah. Was this performance conceived for lockdown? No, it was conceived well before, years before that. It's just that it's taken this long to, to bring it all together, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, just because Joe is is involved in so many things like he's involved in a lot of music projects and he's put together a lot of musicals as well so it's it's been really hard for him to find the time I guess but this is definitely his baby so yeah. (laughs) So you mentioned that the idea for the show was years in the making what is the timeline from the inception to opening night? The first seeds were um, planted in Joe's head before I was involved in 2013 (laughs) <laughs> but that's when we we started to get together in a room and actually play. So it's been about eight years, I think, because our first our opening night in Sydney, the very first show was in early February. Yeah, this year. That's amazing. So yeah, long time in the making. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Has COVID restricted the performance in any way? Yes, I don't know that it's affected the contents of the show so much. But bringing it to audiences, I guess, maybe was a little bit more tricky for our producer because I think he was trying to maybe organise more shows and obviously they couldn't happen because nobody really knew if it was going to be able to be brought to this particular city or town or whatever. So in that way, it must have been very tricky for him. In terms of what actually goes on in the theatre, I mean, all of the crew have to wear masks and we have separate zonings and things like that. So, yeah, it's it sort of affects some of the logistics things, but the show itself, no, I don't really think so. That makes sense how around the zoning and everything, but the actual inception of the show has stayed the same since. I guess we're so fortunate to be in this country where we can still actually perform and do things like that, whereas overseas... I think they're still having a pretty rough time and not being able to um, have shows like us. So, yeah, we're, we're so lucky, feel really fortunate. Yeah, no, exactly. How long would you rehearse for a show like this? We started workshopping it in October last year. The rehearsal time hasn't been constant since then, but, there's been, uh, you know, there's been at least sort of in total three months' worth of rehearsals, I think. I try and work on work on it myself too as much as I can cool so it's like a mixture of like individual rehearsals and then also like group rehearsals as well yes yeah definitely yeah if you had three words to describe the performance what would they be definitely empowering that would be the first one and that would be because you know we're all strong women and we're all doing our thing hopefully well so yeah <laughs> and I've had friends of mine come to see the show and and they've all kind of said the same thing it feels very empowering for women so that's really important fun is another one because we all have so much fun sometimes you can hear us laughing 
because <laughs> we're just enjoying it so, so much and we enjoy playing together in each other's company. So, yeah, we want to also be inspiring for, you know, particularly young girls and young females who might be sort of thinking, well, I'd really like to do something like that. But I don't know if I can because I don't feel sure of myself or maybe because playing drums is typically, you know, a stereotypically male-dominated instrument or whatever, you know. So I think those would be the three words, yeah, empowering, fun, inspiring. I love that. But you can come to the show and you can, you can tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I'm sure it is. I love those words um, and I love the idea that, the idea that young girls might see the show and be like, I could actually do this. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is really important. So going on from that, what can an audience member expect from a drummer Queens show? Obviously there's a lot of drums. (laughs) We also have some really amazing dancing. A couple of our cast members are just phenomenal dancers. So there's also some really great, um, light shows um kind of like special moments between us and yeah it's just fun it's not all loud like bang 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 (laughs) so yeah hopefully take you on a journey somewhere (laughs) amazing i love the idea of taking the audience um, on a journey through percussion what makes you love the instrument so much wow so many things. <laughs> I personally really love music and rhythm, but I also really like to move my body. So that's what I really like about the drums is that you're, you're able to be a part of the music and, you know, create your own sounds and things like that. But also you're not just, you know, static so, and particularly in this show, there's a lot of movement. So, yeah, I think it's really fun to be able to just move. <laughs> definitely. I can definitely imagine that. I love the idea that it's like connecting the instrument, but also like with your body too, and you can move. Yeah. Where can the audience find more information about the show and tickets? Go to website, it's drummerqueens.com and also Instagram page and Facebook page. So you can find tickets on the dramaqueens.com website um, and we're always posting little videos and things uh, on our Instagram. So, yeah, you can come and hang out. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Artsmanin. The, the performance sounds amazing and I really hope you have a great run here in Melbourne. Uh, thank you so much. It was really lovely to talk to you guys. And um, yeah, we're really, really looking forward to coming to Melbourne. So yeah, I hope to see you there and hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you.